0: you
1: Good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I'm your host, Kay Edwards, doing another pre recorded show due to the coronavirus epidemic. But before I get into our regular show, I'm going to do my housekeeping as usual. Friends, COVID 19 is disrupting everyone's lives right now, and Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our hosts, staff, and the community at large. We've closed both our studios and canceled live events, but our hosts are still doing their best to continue bringing new original programming by broadcasting live and pre-recording from their home studios or by selecting the best rebroadcasts of their past shows. With most of our revenue streams evaporated, we need your help. We realize you may be hurting, but if you can afford a small donation, it would go a long way towards helping us stay on the air. There are three ways you can help us. First, you can give a one-time monthly donation by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org donate. There, you'll find great t shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'll send you when you send us a donation to say thank you. You can also use your phone to text R F B G I V E and the number 5 to 44321. Four That's R F B Give 5 to 44321. Four it only takes a moment and you will be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you shop on Amazon, you could go to Amazon.com slash smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as your nonprofit that you want to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFB and it won't cost you a thing. No donation is too big or too small. So whatever you can afford will make a huge difference. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish all our listeners health and happiness as we weather this storm together. So there you have it. We are all weathering this storm together. And although I'm not in the studio, so you can't call in to give me your live responses to what I'm talking about, you can still get in touch with me by my Instagram page, which is www.ksaytoday or my Twitter page, which is today. or I got a good one for you, you can call me. Yes, I know some of you are saying, did she just say call her? Is she giving out her phone number? Yes, she is. I'm giving it to those who may feel, you know, in this time, You might just want to talk to somebody. You might want somebody to pray with you, or you can just send me a text if you want me to pray for you specifically. My number is 646-824-8828. That's 646-824-8828. Text me, call me at any time. Whenever you just, you might just need somebody to just chat with. I'm available. So let's get into our show. I think I have some really juicy information for you guys that you will really appreciate. And because everyone's looking for comfort in any form at this time, what better place or what better person to find comforting than our Lord Jesus Christ? He's the ultimate comforter. Look, Anyone who has the name peace in their name, he's the one. His name is the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, 6, and 7 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. So there you have it. I can't think of any better place to put your trust in at this moment. So I got a lot of stuff for you this today to talk about. And if you've been following the show, you're aware that collectively we've all been working towards becoming our best individuals, right? That God has created us to be. That's what we started off the top of the year with. That's what we've set as our goal. So with that put in motion, you know, we've had our five-year plan and we're trying to reach that mark. So if you missed any of the episodes and I'll be referring back to a couple of episodes in, as I'm speaking, I'll say, oh, well, if you remember me saying that in one of the episodes before, if you missed any of the episodes, you can always go to Radio Free Brooklyn on the website, go to my show page, dub, w- what would Kay say? And there you will find my older shows. So last week we spoke about getting to your promised land. And with that, I mentioned to you that your promised land is any goal that you have set for yourself. So we were looking at our five-year plan as being our promised land or, you know, anything that you would want it to achieve that you put on that, or the highest marker that you put there for yourself as we're working towards it, that could be your promised land. So we went over a couple of the obstacles that might hold you back from getting there. We spoke about disobedience. We spoke about Unforgiveness we spoke about lack of love and compassion towards others and i want to talk more about that one i'm not sure how the pandemic is making people feel but i can Kate, i can kind of get a gauge from conversations that i've had this week that it's making people feel very uncomfortable and it's not only because we can't go outside and that you know we have to practice the social distancing and stuff like that it's because a lot of people are wondering What is, like, where's the human element of it? Like, okay, not saying that people aren't looking at it in that way, but in some aspects, the way it's being handled, it's not being handled with the greatest amount of compassion towards people. You know, I don't know if I'm explaining that right. But let me see, how could I put it? Um, what could I say? Um, I guess when, okay, when you're sensitive, when you have a sensitive soul, then you feel everything that's going on in the earth. You feel everything that's happening at the moment. And I believe the people that I was speaking to, they all have sensitive souls. So they're very receptive to just the anxiety level that the majority of the city is probably feeling at the moment. But, um, it got me to thinking when I was talking to them that there might be others that feel the same way. So, um, I figured we could talk about that and try to figure out what we can do in order to help us overcome that feeling that we might be having at this moment. And it's tr- kind of hard for me to put the words, but I'll say because, um I guess it's because since we've never really walked through anything like this, this is something new that we're all encountering. But the best thing that I have that could deal with that is um the power of prayer. I want to talk about the power of prayer in our lives. That's what I want our topic to be about today. And I know it seems like I'm kind of fumbling through things and trying to feel my way. It's not like I don't know what I want to say, but I want to put it out there in the best possible way that I can say it without um, agitating or making people feel that um, I'm not sensitive to what's happening because I am very much sensitive to it. But my topic today, I want us to talk about the power of prayer in our lives. And when you're unable to do what you know to do or when you don't know what to do, you can always pray. So um, some people might say, let's say, some people say when we pray, it's like, okay, if God already knows everything that we're going through, And he sees everything that's happening. So why do we have to tell him? Why do we have to tell him if he sees it? Because it's happening right now. He's aware of everything that's going on. So what is prayer really going to do? Because I don't get answers to my prayers right away. So why am I going to even bother to pray? But I want to explain to you what prayer is in the life of a believer. Prayer gives God dominion here on earth. Now, if you think about it, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And with that creation, he created man, right? This is where you get to understand what your original purpose here on earth was deemed to be. Because if you go back into Genesis 1, right? And I'm going to read to you from Genesis 1, 26 to 31. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth. And every tree whose fruit yields seed to you, it shall be for fruit also to every beast on the earth, to every bird of the air, to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life. I have given every green herb for food. And it was so then God saw everything that he made and indeed, it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So now let me just go back a minute. I just read from Genesis and that was on the sixth day, on the sixth day when God created man. Now you see, that's on that day, that's when he made the fish, the birds, the cattle. He was talking about everything that creeped on the earth, all those insects that I don't particularly care for, but they're there. And he gave dominion over all that to man. So if you think about it, from the beginning, we were supposed to rule here on earth. We had control of what was going on here on earth. So it was God giving us dominion over the earth. Man was created to rule the earth with the same authority that God rules over all other things. Man was given lordship to be lord of the earth because we were made in God's image, right? So he gave us lordship over everything that was here on earth. But because of our disobedience, we lost it to Satan. When the serpent came into the garden and he tricked Eve and made her do what she wasn't supposed to do, and then Adam followed, that's when we gave up the dominion that God had given to us to rule over the earth. So ever since Satan has taken it over, he's done nothing but give man hell for even being here on earth with him. So in order for us to get our part of the earth back or to get back what God had given us here on earth. God had to send his son. And he had to come in the form of a man because it was the form of a man that gave up the dominion. So he had to come as a man in order to take back the dominion of the earth. So God sent his son to walk the earth as we do and to become our sacrifice. So God has a present here on earth through man because we were made in the likeness of his image. So we operate the same way that God operates. And because, you know, he's our father. He's in our, you know, we're in his family. Like they always say, we're the sons and daughters of, God. So Christ is our older brother if you had to put it in a hierarchy as far as family is concerned but i think it's like kind of funny because when you think about it if you think of it as christ being your brother then that means that we all have the same dna right and then on facebook the other day i was looking and there was people posting pictures of you know other family members you know or mothers and sons or you know sisters and brothers or whatever and they had the little caption respect the dna so i laughed when i was thinking about this cuz i was like Okay, so now we could always say, too, respect the DNA. I'm a child of God. You know what I'm saying? I got his DNA in me. Respect this DNA, you know? But I just thought it was a little joke. I thought it was cute when I was reading that, that people put that up on Facebook. So getting back to the original story, we were designed to be like him. So, yes, we know we're not perfect, and we know that he is still working on us daily. But because we're born again, and we accepted his son Christ, we've been blessed with the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. And the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. Because Jesus said it himself. He said it in John 16, 12 to 15. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak Only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will be make known unto you. All that belongs to the father is mine. That is why I said the spirit will receive from me what he will make known unto you. In other words, Jesus was saying, whatever the spirit tells you is from the father. And because I am the advocate between you and the father, whatever the spirit tells you is coming from me and it's coming from my father. Because Jesus was the representative of his father when he came here on earth. That's why it's so important that we pray. So I had to tell you all that. I had to give you the background of all that so that you would understand why prayer is so important in our lives. It gives God the opportunity to have dominion here on earth because he works through us. Right? So if you think about it, he gave us the gift. We pray in the spirit and it's so important for us to pray. And when you look at it, we have dominion. So if we have dominion, we're not victims although sometimes we may feel as though we're a victim, we're not victims at all. And when you're feeling down or feeling depressed or feeling out of it, the first thing you should tell yourself when you look in the mirror, is, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. I am not defeated. I'm a conqueror because I reign. I have dominion over all this that I see. I have dominion over it because I got it from my father and who said it better now i'm going to tell i'm going to read this also this is in romans and when i when i read this again cuz i've read it before several times but like i said when you read certain passages in scripture at a certain time it hits you when you really have to get that message so the apostle paul had stated in romans and i'm going to read to you from verse 22 to 39 what he expressed he said We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in pains of childbirth right up to this present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruit of the spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope, we are saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans and he searches and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for god's people in accordance with the will of god and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. So you see how many levels God has already given to us? He's predestined us. He called us. He justified us. And he glorified us. Right? So here it goes and continues. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, or I'm going to add this, I'm going to add lib, or corona? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For as I am convinced that neither death, nor life, neither angel, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, if that don't get you to saying hallelujah, I don't know what else will. He just laid out in plain English any anxiety that you might be feeling at this moment due to everything that's happening that you're hearing in the news that you might be feeling because you're home. He just laid it out for you. Nothing is going to separate you from the love of God. Nothing, nothing is going to come between you. He said it. Angels, demons, death, life, present, future, power, nothing. High, low, It doesn't matter. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And that right there should give us something to celebrate because it was because Jesus went to the cross to bridge the gap between God and man that it gave us back our dominion here on earth. But in order for us to have access to that dominion, we have to pray. Right. And Paul said it right there. When we don't know what words to say, The spirit makes groans for our heart. The spirit will pray for us. He knows. The spirit knows what's in our hearts. So even if you can't remember words or know what words you should say, here it is. The spirit will pray for you. Sometimes when you're just sitting there and you're just moaning, rocking back and forth, the spirit is praying for you. But because we we know the power of words, because we spoke about that in previous shows, We know that our words will bring whatever we want into existence. And that's what's so powerful about the power of prayer and why we must continue to pray, especially in this time right now, especially in this time right now, because that's why if you think about it, in Matthew, Jesus told the disciples to pray this way and see, this is This is how this prayer, the Lord's prayer that everyone recites becomes so powerful right now when you understand the dominion that you have here on earth and how prayer gives you access to having that dominion. Because he told them in Matthew 6, 9 and 10 to pray our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So you see, when we're praying that, we're asking God that whatever his will is in heaven to bring it here on earth. Now, if it wasn't for the fact that Jesus was telling us that's the way we have to access our dominion, he would have just said, okay, just you know, God would just do it. He'll just make whatever he needs to make right here on earth. But because he gave us the dominion on earth, it's for us to pray what's in heaven to come down here to earth. So -hmm. when we pray in that manner, asking God to give us what he has above in heaven to bring it down here to earth, we know, look, we know that heaven has all things that are good. It has all things that are perfect. It has all things that are true. It has all things that are right. And me personally, I believe at this moment in time, with everything happening in the world and on earth, God is nearer to us today in this moment than ever. Because think about it. With all the saints praying in unison daily, God is there. He said, Whenever two or three are gathered in my name, I'll be there. Remember, that's what he said in Matthew. He said, truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my father in heaven for where two or three gather in my name there am i with them so you see that we have the power we have the strength everything that you're looking for god to give you you already you already have he's been waiting for you to put into action all the th- he's been waiting for you to put into action all your thoughts and your words because he's already given you the power and the strength. And I know I seem like I'm fumbling over it because I'm trying to, I'm trying to convey it in a way that everyone understands that it's just not about, Oh God bless me. Uh, keep me safe. Not that you can't say those things, but when you're praying, when you have dominion, it's God. I know you are the God in heaven. And I know you gave me dominion here to reign here on earth and through your son, Jesus Christ, because I am covered in the blood of the lamb. And I know that he shed his blood for the remission of my sins. I have a right to stand here and pray healing over these people right now. I pray healing over the people that are that have the coronavirus, I pray healing over the spirit of all the people that are feeling down and brokenhearted and anxious. I pray healing. I pray peace. I pray calm over them right now in Jesus name. We have that right to pray like that. We have that right because Jesus died on the cross for us to have that right to speak, whatever comes out our mouth to know that it's going to come to pass. We have that right. He gave it to us. He gave it to us in the beginning when he was creating the heavens and the earth and all the fish and the critters. He gave us that right. So there's nothing wrong with us praying like that. So now, um, if you think about right now what you want or where you want to be, you have the power to change that. You have the power to create and make your world whatever it is you want it to be because of the words that you use, because of the dominion that you have here on earth. And that's what our five-year plan was all about. This is actually the foundation of our five-year plan because we're all, no matter what goal we put on that five-year plan, that goal was all always to get us to being our greatest being. So with that, knowing that we have the dominion, knowing that our words carry weight, knowing that our words order our steps, God orders our steps, but knowing that our words can form what it is that we need to do and where it is we need to go, boom, power of prayer right there. Power of prayer right there. But I know sometimes, I know sometimes people get tired. And they feel overwhelmed. With all this happening, it's easy to get overwhelmed. And sometimes we just need to be still. But every spirit knows what it is that they need to do. Sometimes we just need to relax. And just reflect on what he has us doing. But then sometimes there's people that feel that they need to be doing something all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you think about it, from the time we started this five-year plan, he's been giving us step by step by step of how we could get on our journey to get where we need to be. He's been guiding us every step of the way. And for that, I say hallelujah, because he's been all up in our mix from the beginning. But for those who feel that they need to be doing something and they don't want to relax, By all means, do what you feel you have to do, but just even remember that God rested and there's nothing wrong with taking a break every now and then. So in our prayers, let's remember all the people that are on the front line working endlessly so that we can stay healthy. For those of us who are still healthy, praise God. The ones that are out there, the nurses and the doctors that are fighting the virus around the clock, who's trying to help those who have come down with the illness to make it through to all the first responders, the police, the sanitation, the firemen, even the people that's delivering your groceries because we don't want to go outside because we want to adhere to the whole mandate of stay home and not spread or catch anything. Um, even those people that feel, you know, I could earn some extra money, I'll go shopping for you. Everybody, everybody, telecommunication workers who's keeping our 5G running smoothly so that you can listen to me over the internet this morning. Everyone, everyone we give prayer to, we give a huge hand clap, and we say thank you to each and every one of you. And I pray also for those who have the virus. For those who have loved ones who have had the virus, who have it now, and who might have lost their lives to this virus, they're precious. These people are in a, a category by themselves. They're precious because I say life is precious. So we all have life, yes, but when you get that virus and you're clinging, not knowing which way it's gonna go, that's even more precious. So we really pray for the recovery of anyone that has that this time. And um, we want to just bless all those families who might be dealing with loved ones who have it. We pray that everyone in the house doesn't get it and that the ones that do have it make a speedy recovery. I hope they don't have compromised immune systems. And what about the ones that lost their their family that they can't bury them? You know, that's sad as, as well. So we pray for the comfort over their hearts as well. We bless all of you. This virus has placed people across nations and the world. And it's just, it's just horrible. Of all the people that I just mentioned, all the different categories, we probably each know someone that have fit into one of those categories that I just mentioned. Because I say, everyone is in this boat. Rich, poor, young, old, male, female, all of us we're all in this all together. So at this moment, I just want to send prayers to everyone that I mentioned to um, just everyone who's a little, you know, just a little uneasy. What about the people I thought about them too? Cause I know a couple of people in this position who are in cities that are by, you know, they're alone. They're new to the city. They might've went there to take a job or something and they have no family there. So now they're on lockdown in a city that they know nothing about, trying to navigate their way through and still say stay healthy. I pray for them too. I pray that God just comes and touches everyone that I mentioned just now and just you know, help us through this. But I say all that to say back to the beginning with us having dominion here on earth and knowing that prayer is what gives us the access again to the dominion that he gave us originally. And I want to also tell you about Proverbs. This also too, I wanted to say this. Proverbs 3 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. So I just want you to ponder that for a minute. And I think I'm going to get ready and play some music because right about now I've given you a lot of information. And I think we might just want to take a break and hear a couple of songs. So I'm going to pick out a few and I'm going to play them and then I'll come back on and we'll talk some more.
2: Put your hands together, it's got to get better. All over the world, listen to these words. People come, people come, people go, people go. Your life has been, your life has been, out of control, out of control. You're confused, You're confused. but don't worry, don't worry your soul, it will get better. It's got to get better.
3: Your need As soon as I stopped worrying soon as I stopped worrying worrying how the story is when I let go I let go and I let, let go, God let him have let him go. God have his best will be what happens not happening when I happenin', stop going on sometimes I can't find my way and oftentimes I struggle struggle from day to day I had to realize that it's not my battle it's not my battle to fight I had to know if I put it in the head i Let God, let go, and let God, let go, let God, oh, let go, and let God, oh, let go, and let God, my brother, let go, and let God, my sister, you can't handle it, let God, oh, let go.
1: Okay, so we had our little music break. I needed to take a little pause there to let us recoup everything that, you know, regroup from everything that I had said and everything that I was talking about with us having dominion here on earth. But I want to now, since I have uh, about 10 minutes left to speak, I wanted to give us, because it is the first Sunday of the month, we are now at April 5th. 5th, yes, April 5th. And we need our word for the month. And I believe what more fitting word to have for the month than dominion? That's our word for the month dominion. So, in everything that we do, we're going to take dominion over it, be it our home, be it our emotions be it our bad habits, be it our thought process, be it the way we speak about ourselves, the way we speak to one another, we're going to take dominion over everything that we do this month. That's what we're going to do. And what I normally do, you know, I always give you What Webster says, the meaning is. So let me look that up right now. Dominion. The definition of dominion is sovereignty or control. So there you have it. That's our word for the month. Dominion. And now I remember I said to you that I was going to give us a promise of God Every time we had the show. So we're going to start that off with this one. Since it's the beginning of the month, we'll start it off with um, October. What am I talking about? We'll start it out with April 5th. And the promise for this week is. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases. He increaseth strength. Let me say that again. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. That was Isaiah 40, 29. So that's our promise for this April 5th. And our word of the month is dominion. So in closing, I want to just say to everyone, remember what the power of prayer gives us. Remember the dominion that God gave to us when he first created us, when he created Adam and Eve. Remember that we have power in our words that we speak. Remember to put actions behind your thoughts and your words. And with all those things, we should be able to weather through anything that comes our way in the next couple of weeks if we just remember those things and remember the power that we have with prayer and the Holy spirit that dwells within us, that helps us to do all things because he leads us in all truth. Never forget that he leads your spirit into all truths and everything that he tells your spirit, it's coming from God himself. So I want us to remember that in the days to come. I want us to um be blessed. I want us to stay healthy. For those of you who if you don't have to go out, please don't go out. They're now saying that they want everyone to wear some type of covering over their mouths now when we go out and it's so that we can protect ourselves from the virus. But what are you saying to us now that this virus is so airborne that it's so easily picked up? We should have known this from before. I mean, so that everyone from the beginning would have been wearing some type of covering so that they would have protected themselves from any germs that might have gotten into their system. But I guess better late than never. But if you, like I said, if you don't have to go out, please don't go out. And if you do go out and you must go out because you have to go get groceries or you have to go to the drugstore, or you just you just need to be out to I don't know maybe pick up the free lunches from the kids for the kids from the the schools oh yes another thing I found out they're now offering meals to not just to the the children they're offering it to any adult who doesn't have food so if you don't have food go out go to the schools And get some food. You can do that because they're giving away lunches and they're they're giving away two meals. I think breakfast and lunches to whoever walks into the school will get something to eat. So go get something to eat if you need it. Don't feel too proud. Don't feel anyway. If you need it, go there, get it for your family. Take it. They're preparing it for you. The money is being spent on it. Don't let it go to waste, people. And I hope everyone filled out their census because Brooklyn, when I looked the last time we only had 18% and we're the biggest borough. So we need the most money. So I don't think it's going to be too late with everything being pushed back. If you didn't fill out the census, please fill it out. Now we need to be counted. We need every dime that Brooklyn can possibly get. So with that, I say, God bless, be well, take care of one another take care of yourselves and just, I look forward to talking to you again next week. I'm going to play another song to play us out because you know me, I like to play songs every now and then. (laughs) So I was thinking of playing another song to take us out and, um, we'll see what happens next week. And I will be back here to speak with you guys again. And I just want everybody to be well and be blessed and just remember to whom you belong. Peace.
4: This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. And you cannot. You prayed for everything he promised you that you'd get waiting on me the-